Hey guys, and welcome to Fisher Philbrick The Show. This is your host, Michael, and I just want to thank you for tuning in and giving us a listen. Fisher Philbrick is a management and production company that assembles, manages, and produces both creative projects and businesses. Our first project being this podcast, The Show. And so, without further ado, let's jump right on in. Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode. We're super excited to get started today with a new business segment episode, that being on getting ready to start. This is something that I think is so applicable and very like, yeah, of course, like, have you not talked about this before? And I feel like I kind of have, but not this distinctively. And like, boom, 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 we're going to list out how you can get started today and really just ways to push yourself forward if you're wanting to get started on say that business that you've always wanted to do or a creative project it could be a coloring book songwriting you know those are all things that i do and and i think about but it could be hobbies you know i want to get into woodworking or wood carving something that you know over the summer i got into whittling and i looked up and had a bunch of stuff in my amazon shopping cart of like getting into carving little figurines (laughs) out of wood i know random but there is so much out there in the world that Even if you don't want to be a small business owner, there are things that I know you've been thinking about that you're just like, you know, someday I'm I'm going to do that or I I kind of want to do that. But guess what? I'm going to show you why you should really just get started today. So if you're ready to go, I'm super excited. Let's jump right on into our business segment for today, getting ready to start. Okay, so I think the very first thing that I always think about when it comes to starting something new is like, why can I not do it? You know, as humans, we have a tendency to be lazy and to just really want that convenience in our lives of like sitting back and just holding up a phone and you know watching and draining our lives away with electronics and not wanting to really work hard. So I think that is a very good starting point because that is for me when I'm thinking of like, oh, I want to do this. I'm like, wait a minute. No, I can't do that because of boom, 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 you know, this, 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 and this. So I think that is a really good starting spot for yourself when you're looking at this whole topic in general is like, hey, okay, so kind of think about what is something that you want to do. And I think as you go throughout this episode, it'll become more apparent to yourself. So even if you're like, dude, you've only been talking for less than three minutes. How am I supposed to know? Well, don't worry. It will come to you. And guess what, you guys? I'm going to share two different examples. So I think that actually is going to be the most exciting exciting part as we get going and it's really going to show you how this can all come together. So I am big on the whole proponent of sharing personal stories and experiences so that you then can see how I'm using it myself to then better help yourselves put it into practice and see like, hey, I didn't think of that like that until he started talking about an example that he's going to be doing. So now, yeah, wow, cool. I can do it. But to start, what's holding you back? List these items out. It can be money. Maybe you're working another job that's taking up all your time. Maybe you just don't have enough time in general. Maybe you don't have enough confidence. It's too scary. It's too risky. You don't have enough experience. You don't feel like, you know, I want to do this, but I don't know how to do it. So how can I do that? You know, there is so much that can be holding you back. So I think that is a really good place to start because obviously you're not doing it now. So why are you not doing it now? (laughs) You gotta figure that out. From there though, I have that you need to talk with your friends, maybe your family, but figure out if those points are actually valid because friends that know you well, they, you know, they'll tell you if you're being too hard on yourself or like, hey, you're way overthinking this. You are good at that. Like, come on, dude, don't put yourself down. On the other side though too, they can also tell you when you're being overconfident. So you're like, I'm gonna do this, 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 and this. And they're just like, dude, no, you're not. Like you barely even finished school or you can't even hold down a regular job. How are you gonna do these things that you said? Like start smaller and you know maybe show up to work on time. And then you can talk about wanting to manage and run your own business <laughs> because guess what? Having your own business, time management is crucial. And so, you know, if you can't show up somewhere, how are you going to show up to your own job? <laughs> well, maybe a little tangent there, but I feel like that is so common with a lot of things. But yeah, your friends and your family will be the ones to tell you, you know, like maybe you are nervous about starting and they can be the ones to tell you like, no, 
actually, like now that you mentioned that, you've been wanting to do this for a long time, and I can totally see you doing that. Like you maybe didn't talk about it, but from seeing all your life experiences, like I think that will actually be perfect for you. So it's stuff like that though that I think is just so helpful, and that's why you have friends and family in. Just as you give them advice, they can give you advice and feedback, and it's not even advice about the project that you want to do, but I would say more about the overall idea, and we actually have a really great episode on ideas. It was one of the first ones we actually did though about when to share your ideas and how to share them and how to receive feedback. I mean, we have it on so many good episodes right from the beginning. So go back, scroll all the way back and you'll find it there because I would say be careful about when you share that idea. But I'm assuming that this is something that you've been wanting to do. So you have a pretty good idea of what you want. And that's a whole thing in itself about ideas. But once you get to that point of knowing what you want to do, you found out, you know, what is holding you back or what could be holding you back. Then you throw it by some friends, get some, you know, other advice because you don't want to be stuck in your head, especially if you're bringing a business, a service or a creative hobby or project to someone like you kind of want to know, like, you know, what are other people thinking? Because I might think this is a really cool idea, but then I tell it to like three different people and they're just like, uh, I don't understand a thing you're saying. <laughs> and then, you know, it could be your idea is just not, you know, fully developed or going too well, or maybe you haven't figured out a way to explain your idea well enough. And we talk about that a lot in that idea episode. You know what? I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes just for you so you can go ahead and reference that. But that is a huge thing when you're talking with people. And really, as you talk with your friends, you'll really work out what it is you're actually thinking of doing. Because a lot of ideas you have, they all sound great in your mind, but then as soon as you start speaking, you're saying them in different ways and you're like, maybe some of the times you're like, oh, I really liked how that sounded. Or most of the times you're like, oh my gosh, I did a terrible job talking about this. But the more people you talk to it about, you really figure out like, you know, one, how to talk about what it is you want to do, but you also start piecing together different elements of this idea of what you want to start without even knowing it. So it's that idea of like, as you're talking to more people, and these are trusted people because you do want to make sure, especially in the beginning, that they are people that will be honest with you, but also with kindness and constructive criticism, not to beat you down and to take away your idea or your drive for it. But you know, it's all good practice as you go. And you know, I'll tell you as being a business owner and wanting to start other businesses that you just have to get used to that. Telling everybody and anyone about your business, why it is awesome, what you do. And, you know, sometimes it'll be taken well, sometimes not. And even now I find myself sometimes at my morning job when I'm telling people, I'm like, I feel like you don't really understand anything I just said. <laughs> so maybe I need to think of a new, new way to talk about it that is more short, concise, and to the point. So all to say, you're going to be going on about this forever in the life of your business or even project because even the children's coloring books I've done I have to tell so many people so my first one was called color fun creatures and it's all these different creatures and the first page is this and then you have an enlarged you know I take one of the animals and creatures and make it all big so that you can color and design it yourself then there's a your turn page where you can create your own creatures so you know all of that you're gonna have to talk a lot about it but from here, let's go on to, so just to recap, we figured out what's holding you back. You've thrown it by some friends and possibly family, figured out what they're thinking. And really, I think it's a way to kind of boost yourself up because they can see things, you know, they can see through your insecurities <laughs> and some of those thoughts that you have that are negative and holding you back. From there though, I would say we go to when's your ideal starting time? That's kind of the next thing you need to figure out. Is this something that you wanna start now? You know, if you didn't have those things above, well, you know, what we just talked about holding you back, would you start it now? Because I think this is so important because even sometimes if you had all of these things removed from what is holding you back, you still may not want to actually get it started now. Maybe the timing is off and right now, maybe it's something like you want to be married or have a house and children before doing so. You know, that is, and I'll talk about my, my ideas <laughs> in just a few minutes, but that is something where some of these ideas, I'm like, oh, I want to be a little bit further in life. You know, I could start it now, but at the same time, like, I feel like maybe it's just not the right time. All to say though, it doesn't mean you can't get started on it. So we're gonna talk about that as well, which is super exciting. But I think that is, you know, a really important step to take is knowing like, 
okay, if I didn't have these things, would I actually be starting it now? Do I actually want to start this now? Because that is very telling as we keep going to really figure out, should you actually get started in this? Or maybe as you're thinking, you're like, oh wow, I actually have a couple different things now that you've been talking for about 10 minutes or so that I want to do. But what is something, you know, when are my ideal times for these? Because like this, I could do right away. Or say if you were doing, you know, last year I came out with a Christmas coloring book, like boom, I, if I wanted to do that for this year, like it basically already needs to be done. Like it needs to really come together. All to say though, I actually had to wait an extra year, maybe a year and a half for that book because I formatted it wrong. Then I redid it the next year also formatted it wrong for some reason, then I redid it again. So like three or four times of re-outlining my shapes and figures and all of these characters that were in there that I was so sick of it. I was like, you know what? It's not just a coloring storybook, but we're going to add activities. You know, we're going to add extra stuff to it because I'm so tired of just this one book in itself. So we're going to make it even better now. So in that case, it actually helped me because I think the overall product came out so much better than what I was thinking and what it would have been. But that is something to tie me like if it's for a holiday that's coming up or like something you want to do in the beginning of the year, like, yeah, the ideal time is now. Like if you didn't have those things, it's right now. But if it's a much bigger, <laughs> bigger idea, bigger business, then maybe these things holding you back are, you know, that's good because you aren't really ready or you don't think the timing is right right now. And let me tell you, that is completely fine. Don't worry. I feel like a lot of people listening or maybe you've just gone through this in your own life is that you think like, even if you had all the barriers taken away, you, you know, like in your gut, you know it's still not the right time. And then you might feel bad about that. Like, I, you know, I'm telling everyone I wanna do this, but in all honesty, even if I didn't have those things, I still don't feel like I should be doing it now. And to that, I would say, good, listen to your gut, listen to your instincts, go with that, because I feel like that is such great advice that so many people in business and just as you go and learn how to follow, your gut and your feelings. That is something that people always say like, oh yeah, I just followed my gut and it worked out. Or I didn't go that way because it just didn't feel right. It didn't seem right. Like maybe you don't know how to explain it and you couldn't even explain it to someone else, but you're just like, you know what? The timing's not right. So I would say good. <laughs> good for you for knowing that and figuring that out. I think a lot of people in the world still need to figure that out. <laughs> so props to you for that. But just to say like, Maybe, you know, the ideal time is not now and that's okay. And maybe it is now and then awesome. I would say though, either way, we can still work with this in our overall scheme of getting ready to start. So from there, I would say our next section is what do you need to start? So absolutely at the very least, what is needed to get you started today? So. If you know what's holding you back, you've passed it through with friends, then you figured out, you know what, I actually think today is a good time. Or, you know, today it meaning like the present. So like the next few days, the couple weeks, you know, not something that's next year or in the coming year. So if you're saying like, I wanna do this, like let's get started, then I would jump to the next thing, which is what do you need to start? Like, okay, that's great. <laughs> Can you take some things off of that holding you back list in order to get started? because sometimes your start is not the start that you were thinking of or that you would initially want. But at the same time, getting started with something is better than never doing anything, right? I mean, so many people, you know, they never think the timing is right or they feel like they've got too many things in the way, too many things holding back from getting to their dreams, their projects, their businesses started, and that's how they end up. Guess what? They don't actually ever do them. They just keep pushing it off and say like, you know what? No, this is holding me back. And oh, and then all of a sudden you're you're old, you're getting older each day, but you have kids then. And oh, now I have kids and I need a, you know, a stable job to take care of the family or maybe you are taking care of the family and that is your main job and you don't think you can fit anything else in. But well, let me tell you, almost you know, a big number of the business owners we have on our show, they have kids and families and guess what? It is possible, it's hard. No one says you know, having a business or fulfilling your dreams, your projects will be easy. I mean, that is dumb. <laughs> if, if anyone tells you that, you just be like, hey, you look like a dumb dumb. 
<laughs> so, I mean, don't actually tell them that, but that's what you're, you're probably thinking throughout your mind. But the idea is so many people get caught up on that, that they don't actually get to get going. And I think that is really sad to start, but knowing and going through a lot of creative projects myself and just working on such a vast number of different things in different areas, I think it really is so important to like, you know, you're going to be realistic in it, but really kind of like look at it like, if I wanted to start this today, no matter what, what do I actually need? Because I think a lot of people think to start a project or job, like everything has to be online. You know, I have to feel nice on that day. The weather needs to look nice. I need to have this much money in my bank account. I need the nicest tools out there to get this project or business started. I need this to line up, the stars to align. <laughs> you know, you need everything. And, you know, maybe that's not your fault because that's how a lot of movies seem to show things or, you know, the cartoons we watch, everything. Maybe it's just how you've been raised and thinking that, but no. Most people will tell you like, you actually just have to get going. Like maybe what you need is to quit your job. <laughs> and that's the thing that is gonna kick you in the pants and get you going. Or maybe it's just starting out the dream very small and it will be like feel and look like really small steps now. But guess what? Those small steps add up and guess what? Even small steps are pushing you forward. You're still making progress. <laughs> progress, like the Brits say. Uh, but I do think that is really good to know and I, hopefully that is encouraging for you too of like what what can you actually do today because let me tell you there is so much you can do today even if it is just researching things or looking things up or dreaming of things. I know that sounds cheesy and people like bash on daydreaming or you know have your heads your head oh multiple heads in the cloud <laughs> no just one head in the cloud but you know they think that is not helpful, but guess what? Some of the best ideas can come to you during those times when you're brainstorming and thinking and going out and doing stuff. So don't overlook that when it comes to like what do you actually need to get started because they can be small things. I'm gonna share with you in two different examples what that looks like. So put a pin in that, <laughs> also sounds kind of British. And we will come right back to that. But from here, I would say that your mindset is huge. So I added mindset because I feel like this is also one that could be overlooked and like, why, why do we need to talk about that in order to get started? But I think it is, you know, I mean, all of these are very important, but this is one of the most important things because if you want to do it and know you can do it, you're gonna be so much better off. Guess what? You are probably going to get there. You know, you never wanna say you're gonna get it. Like, if you think it, you can do it. But at the same time, you know, look at the opposite of that. If you don't think you can do it, guess what? You're not going to do it or you're not going to be able to do it. So much in your life is really focusing in on like how you're thinking and why are you looking at things this way? And can you change the way you're looking at this? And can you adjust this? Can you, you know, learn new things, add to your brain, you know, spend time thinking about different things. And really when it comes to your mindset, I think that is so important, especially if you are going to want to start a business or even undertake a project that's going to take you a long time. Even some of the coloring books I did took like one to two months of like every day working on it. And then that's just the beginning because then you need to do all the editing and uploading and then the marketing, you know, there was so much more to come. So if my mindset was not like, I'm going to get this book finished and it's going to be on Amazon in people's hands. Like if I didn't fully believe that I would be able to do that, guess what? I never would have done it. It was a lot of work. I didn't, you know, I like the end part of it and seeing my book in person, but the actual steps to get there, uh, you know what? I'll do it every once in a while. And I had been putting out like one book, <laughs> one book a year when it comes to that. But at the same time, it's not something that is like super fun and that I just love to do, but I have these goals and if I know I can do it, then I'm gonna do it. And if I didn't think I could do it, I wouldn't because I could find a lot of other things that would be a lot more fun than sitting hunched over my iPad, trying to keep my back sane and healthy and not all hunched over like the hunchback of Notre Dame. So I would say when it comes to your mindset, you wanna be realistic about what you have and what you can do, but you have to be the confident one. I think that is so important. 
You're the one that's going to be cheering yourself on. You're the brave one. Yes, don't be scared. Don't be nervous. I mean, all of that will be there regardless, but you need to tell yourself, you know what? No, me stepping out and quitting that job and starting this and, you know, me, maybe I'm still working. I'm adding on another job. What? People are going to think I'm insane because I'm adding something else to my plate. But you know what? No, I'm the brave one. I'm the one who's going to make this work. And, you know, you're going to be the one working all the hours you know, so many hours are going to go into this project or your business to get it up and running. A lot of that will be without getting paid. Even in this business, I always talk about that, like the podcast was our first way to monetize the business and getting a podcast going is a lot of work and it takes so much time to build your audience to get extra listens. And even once you're monetized, like it pays on the per thousand. So even then we're still getting about a penny per listen and we're almost to $5, which woo woo, I think I mean, I know we'll get there before we get to our first year, like full year of podcasting, but to think of that and be like, wow, so that's why you're working your morning job, why you mow lawns on the weekend, why you walk dogs on the weekdays, and why you're doing these odd end jobs all over. Yeah, because I got to make money until this can start making money. And I mean, honestly, I do like running around and being busy and doing a lot. So to me, that's something that I think even when this business is making money, it'll still be fun. But the main difference is I'll be doing multiple businesses of my own thing <laughs> to, get, to keep me going and keep me interested and running all around. But you need to be honest about where your mindset is at, especially when you're thinking of getting started. Are there things about yourself that you already know, you know, things that you think could be hard to get going, or you know, like during this time of the year, it's just life is really hard and I already know my mindset is not gonna be great. I would say, awesome, if you already know that, like, whoa, good for you. You are attentive to knowing how your body, your brain, your emotions work. And I think knowing that is always the first part because when you're getting something started, if you have no idea of, I think it's called emotionally intelligent, <laughs> intelligence, emotional intelligence. I think that is what this is t touching on, but knowing yourself is so important and how you will be in different times in your life, even if it's throughout the year, or you know like, oh, I'm planning for this huge wedding. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, or maybe you're getting married and obviously that's on my mind. I wanna get married, but you know, if you know like next year you're gonna be planning to get married, then you can already know right now when you're listening to this, like, okay, the first few months will be great as I get started in this, but I know like my mind is gonna be all over the place as soon as we start getting there and then maybe you're gonna go on a honeymoon. So you'll be like on vacation for one to two weeks afterwards. So that's all stuff you need to take into account of like, hey, how do you do when you're under a lot of stress? How do you do when you're not feeling well, when you're sad or depressed or maybe you have anxiety problems? I feel like everyone these days is just like, I have anxiety. It's like the new popular thing to have. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, I, your host, do not having, <laughs> I do not have anxiety. <laughs> I can't even say it, uh, but don't worry, I don't because I don't think I would start this business if I did. But these are all real things that people experience. So not even to bash on that, but that is just a very common one that I've heard. People are anxious, they are stressed, they are depressed and sad. And you know, even maybe just sometimes moody or for no reason, you, you're just not liking life. You know, you know better than anyone else because you, you know yourself. So I would say actually get to know yourself and figure out those things and that will really help as you are getting started because you can then make kind of a list and think through even you know you don't have to write it down but even in your mind of how you're going to combat those things should they start arising or maybe you know it's going to come maybe you know you know you're going to be super stressed out so it looks like okay i'm going to start this now but i'm going to let everyone know as we get to the busy season in my life like hey you guys I'm going to be super stressed out for these next two months. Is there anything you do to help me out? Or, you know, I've mentioned this in, I think the, the receiving feedback one, or, you know, one of these like, hey, can you just wait to bring up any big issues until we get through this time? Because my mind is going to be stretched. I am going to be more likely to lash out or fall into tears. And it's not because of you or what is being said, but it's just because my mindset is just 
all over the place. So that's an example of letting the people know, really communicating. <laughs> and I, I, we, guess what? We have an episode on that being a smart communicator too. Wow, you guys, it's really all coming full, <laughs> full circle. Yeah, it is because these are all things that work together. But you know, letting people know around you, like, hey, it's nothing against you and it's nothing against me, but like, I'm going to be a little bit like this during this time. But if you know that, you can then plan for that. Or even when it comes to, say, your business, maybe before that busy season, you need to plan out all the content that you're going to be posting, write all the articles that you want to post, because all the energy you're going to have is (laughs) to be able to schedule them and then repost it in your stories and write back to customers. Like You don't have the creative time or energy within you to create during that time. But if you already know that, awesome you can plan ahead and guess what there are so many sites out there that allow you to plan these things out months even i mean i don't know why you do it a year in advance because you know things better be changing in your business they have to be changing if you want to keep going so i don't think you would actually know a year out but you know a month or two out you can plan those posts that you know are always going to need to be there but i think it is all great so let's get to the last section within this before i go into my examples because i think that will be really exciting for you to listen to and for me to talk about because yeah i do like to talk about these ideas especially when they are on my mind and i'm like Ooh, let's talk about this and work through for myself because you know as i mentioned talking to people about your ideas is a form of working on them. So, ha ha ha, you don't know this, but I mean, you do now because I'm telling you, but me talking about these ideas that are going to be coming up in just a few minutes is going to be a way for me to further figure out the ideas for myself and get these ideas started. So, guess what, you guys? I am also getting ready to start. <laughs> so, let's go to planning. Okay, so for planning, you know, very simply put, I would just say that you actually need to take the time to plan things out. Yes, plans don't always go accordingly, but guess what? You still need to plan and place a big emphasis on this. Saving yourself, you know, time, money, effort, tears. I mean, all of this will likely still come out of you and during the process of whatever project you're doing. You know, I mentioned on the episode with that African girl, the business owned by Pearl, that like I'd gotten into sewing at one point and it was so frustrating and you know, there was so much in there. And I feel like that can happen in so many projects when you're just like, why is this happening? And you know, a lot of times, maybe if you had planned a little better, maybe you could have, you know, avoided some of those things. And so I think it is so important to emphasize again and again that you actually do need to plan, you know, just as much as I would encourage you to like, go out and get started today, you know, today being in the present tense. So not today, today, because maybe the day is almost over. And you're like, dude, I'm tired. What I need is a nap. And yeah, I think I could use a nap too. Almost always, I could use a nap. But in saying that, I would just as strongly urge you that you need to be smart and being smart in life and when it comes to your own business or the project that you're undertaking means that you do actually have to plan. You know, you need to plan when you want to start, the steps that you need to get there. You need to plan out your launch. How are you going to launch your business? Do you know how to launch a business? I you know, didn't really know besides like I've launched projects, but when you do a business like, oh, is it different than those things? What what am I going to do? Do you already have to have followers on your social media accounts to officially launch? Like what, what is this? What does it mean? You need to plan how to market yourself. How are you, how are you going to sell your items, your services? Are you going to have a website? How are you going to push that out? How are you going to do all the shipping? If you, if you have a product in your own business or your house, because let's be honest, you probably will be working out of your own house or an office in your house for a really long time. Just, you know, being completely honest. And I would too, because you don't have the money to spend on an actual office space, but how are you going to handle the shipping? Like when it comes in to getting the labels printed, a lot of times you would need to get a label printing machine. They have really cool ones that actually, instead of using ink, they do like a heat method. So they like, I guess the idea is like burn on the addresses onto a sticker. It's a little more complicated than that, but that's my dumb explanation without actually knowing what it does. But I was like, wait, it does it without ink? Sign me up whenever I need to get into shipping because ink is so expensive. But 
Did you know that? Did you know you would need a machine just to print it out? And then you need boxes, but guess what? You can get free boxes from USPS if you're using their service. And guess what? They can also pick up your packages for you and you can schedule that out for free. But if you don't know those things and you haven't planned that out, you're just like, I got an order, cool, I'll pack it up and run to the office. And then right as you're at the post office, you get three more orders and you're like, wait, do, do I need to do that now? Or do I, you know, do I have a plan for how I'm going to do it? Like what days are my shipping days? Or, you know, really you guys, there is just so much into any sort of business and I could keep going and going. And a lot of like all that was just off the top of my mind. So yeah, I've been in like the startup I worked in, we did all of that and it was a business. And I've even thought if I did stuff like that, I'm like, ooh, do I really want to undertake having inventory? Because just inventory management alone is a whole headache and process. I mean, there are a lot of programs out there that can help you. So it can be made easier, but those are things you have to think about that you have to plan. So I think when it comes to planning, you know, there is a point where you can plan too much but at the same time like you need to have it so that you can give yourself the best chance because already if you read statistics for how many businesses fail ooh, it's a lot of them <laughs> you guys there's a lot of businesses that don't make it and if you want to help yourself out the best you can you know one way to do that after going through these steps so far is to actually make sure that you have planned things out. And I can be the first to tell you, like I planned a bunch of things out for this business, Fisher Philbrick, and you know, not a lot of it actually came to be or happened the way I thought it would be. Just throwing out like, it took seven months to get the first person on the podcast to interview. That was like number one on our priority list was like, we're here to interview businesses. We're gonna get that started. The more people we have, how we have it set up is like, the more people share about it, the more listeners come in, the more businesses we get, and that will build our audience. Well, if you don't have those people for seven months and you're having to build an audience on your own, you know, with yourself and like, hey, can you please listen to my podcast? Please, please. It's really good. Like you'll get to know me. You know, there, there's so much with, I think even podcasts I listen to and I listen to myself too. Where I'm like, wow, this person's pretty cool. They sound nice. And you get in that routine of wanting to listen to them because like, oh, they're super fun or I learned something interesting. But to get those people is a lot of work. And to take seven months to get there, I'm like, okay, that already went different because my other plan had been by this fall, which we just are finishing at the time of recording this, this is the last day, you know, last days of August and the day that this releases, which is tomorrow is Thursday. Guess what? September 1st. So like, we are, I think, 23 days. I, I think fall is September 23rd. I don't know. It's in the 20s. So we're like about 20 days away from fall. And I was going to be launching a business mentoring program <laughs> of doing like one-on-one -on -one individual times with people on either a, I think, three to six month time period of just this, like helping them get started and providing one-on-one -on -one help and having phone calls and video calls and strategy sessions and really pouring everything that I had learned in my own business as well as from the businesses that I've been talking to because yeah, I am definitely taking notes and like learning so much from everyone that I come into contact with, with which I think you should, right? I, I feel like I'd be kind of dumb if I wasn't taking advantage of like meeting all these awesome people and learning from them, but also being able to connect the people that I would mentor of like, hey, you need this? Well, guess what? three weeks ago or last year, we had this person on the podcast that I'm going to match you up with. They are going to be so great for helping you source your items or for being there to, you know, for support or joining our community. So I had thought the mentoring, <laughs> Fisher Philbrick business mentoring would come out this fall, but guess what? No, it's not. And so I changed on the website just this past week. I'm like, it will be coming sometime in 2023. <laughs> so next year, and I'm not even being specific with it because I'm like, you know, that's not something on the forefront of my mind because I am focused on, you know, we're still trying to get more businesses to sign up and be on the show and to grow the audience and for myself to learn more and just to keep going and building a community on the backside of things for these business owners. So that alone telling you that like, I hope you see like I plan out a lot. I love to plan. I love to be extremely organized. The admin side of things, the pre-production of events or films, shows, all of that is candy for me. I absolutely love it. So even me doing all that, you know, you just don't know how the world is going to go, how life is going to go, how things are going to turn out. And for me, I'm like, oh, it is 
almost completely different or it's just much slower it's so much slower than i thought it would be so even planning you don't really know but at the same time if i didn't have this plan and wasn't able to just go with the flow and create other things to fill in the time and create content and have plans for how i would combat the not failures but just the the slowness of what it takes to really make this get going and come alive if i didn't have that i would have you know i would just quit i would stop i'd be like okay maybe i need i need to go back to applying for full-time jobs <laughs> and stop everything i'm doing but no i had the plan so i'm hanging on to that and adjusting it as i go i'll be the first to tell you like you gotta pivot 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 you just keep going and take those baby steps and you'll you'll be moving forward as you go but enough talking about that i want to jump into two different examples to really get your brain going even more and to get you excited because I know the more I talk about it, it will be exciting for me and for you and really showing like what you can do yourself with either the businesses you want or the creative projects, the new hobbies, you know, there's so much that you can do in this life. So why wouldn't you just jump in and get started in doing it, right? Yes. Okay, let's start with our first example. Okay, for the first example, I have that, you know, a business I want to start one day is a coffee shop, a cafe. Go back and listen to the Monday morning show we have where I talk about this. Man, like, it is a lot of fun. The business name is Coffee Up Cup. So, yeah, I already have a name and a logo. <laughs> so, as you can tell, you know how I mentioned, like, most of these you will have already been thinking of and have been working on for a long time. In that Monday morning show, I figured out, like, probably since high school and I am 28, almost 29 now. That was when I started with the idea of like, ooh, one day I want a coffee shop. Then in college, I came up with the names and some logo ideas. And then just recently, which I'll touch on that in a bit, I created a logo for it. But when we look at this coffee shop idea, I'm gonna go through everything we just talked about to really show you what it looks like if you're gonna use this for yourself. Because just wait for the conclusion, you are gonna try this <laughs> yourself. So holding me back, what is holding me back from starting this coffee shop? So I put like money for a brick and mortar shop and money to get it off the ground. Any sort of shop you have, especially if it's in food and beverage, which I took hospitality in college, but it is so much money. Just the equipment you need for the kitchen and all of that. Oh man. So that's definitely holding me back. Uh, other things holding me back, time to manage and own a shop. As you can imagine, I'm already doing quite a lot <laughs> and doing so much running around. So that's on the list. Location, where am I going to have this? I don't know. Like San Jose is so expensive. Like I can't afford any rent anywhere right now. Uh, from there, sourcing beans and supplies. I, you know, prior to just like two weeks ago, I had no idea <laughs> what I would do with that. And then the other thing holding me back I put was the time in my life. So I don't think like right now, how I mentioned present and like today, presently, I think that is holding me back because I don't think I can do that right now. But let's go to the next one, ideal starting time. I would say in a few years, so three to four to maybe five years, even without all of these things holding me back that I just talked about, I think I would still keep it at that. So that was something that we had talked about earlier was like, if you took all that away, would you start it now? And I would say, no, I'm just not at the right time. It doesn't feel right. Going back to that gut instinct and feeling like even if someone gave me a bunch of money, you're like you could start it today. I still feel like I'd be like, okay, let's put that money away in a bank and get some interest on it or invest it. You know, I still want the money. Thank you very much. But thank you very much. <laughs> but we will keep it because I don't feel like I'm ready for that right now. So that's kind of my ideal starting time, though, would be three to four years, maybe five, because I, you know, I still want to get married and eventually have kids. So there's a lot of like up in the air stuff right now <laughs> for when I find that person to marry. From there, though, let's look at absolutely to start. So what do I absolutely need to start this coffee shop and cafe and that is something that has really progressed just in the these last few weeks so i think that is why it's so exciting for me to talk about that now and show like whoa i've been thinking about this since i was in high school so over a decade and then all of a sudden you know things get turning and I'm like that wasn't really even in the forefront of my mind you know it's still in the background playing nicely in the background that music yeah but it wasn't something until recently so absolutely to start though i would need a place to source the beans from to store the pounds of coffee and a platform to sell the coffee on which brings it to hey i could have an online coffee brand and shop to start so i don't actually need that brick and mortar to start i can sell it online i can have a website and social media accounts to get that going 
And it's completely different than what I had thought because I was like, oh, I whenever I thought of having a coffee shop, I thought of like, I need to have a location. I need to have the beans picked out and the drinks I'm going to make, you know, all of that put together. But really, it's like, no, I actually just need, you know, coffee. Yes, a place to store it because I don't want to store it at my house and that's not feasible. A way to ship it out and then just a way to market it and promote it. And the cool thing with that though, and why this has kind of changed in those last like two weeks that I mentioned, is that we just had on the show Valerie, who is the owner and founder of Cradle, and they actually help with sourcing things such as coffee. So source source from the source is that kind of their their motto, but is getting you connected and hooked up with different brands in Africa that could help with this. And guess what, you guys? Where do we get most of our coffee from? Where did coffee start out? Africa. So they already have a good like setup going and I actually am going to have a meeting with her in about a week and a half to talk about this more. But just looking back at this like absolutely to start, a company such as Cradle can help me get connected with a company that will source the beans. They will you know, do all the growing, the picking, the planting. They can also package it. They will roast it, package it in packaging that I can design and send to them. They'll do everything. So it's it's a private label coffee company. So, you know, many other businesses could be doing this too. But at the end of the day, it'll have my own shop on it. And then we can use a, or I can use because I, 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 I would be the one starting it. Uh, I would use a third party fulfillment center where they would ship the flats of coffee too. And then I would set up the website, promote it, and then if someone orders, then that site would get the order, they would package it up, send it out to them, and boom, just like that, we can have a online coffee brand and really get this coffee shop idea started. So I think the most exciting part when we go to looking at the mindset, because that's the next thing from here, is that now I know that this is a possibility, I can actually look to get this started, like now, like in the present, the present where I was like, oh, I can't get it started because my idea and my vision of this business and idea was that I needed a shop and I'm not at a place in my life where I can own a coffee shop in person and do everything that's needed with that. But, you know, as I mentioned in three to four years, maybe five years, maybe that will be. But guess what? This is a completely different plan in that, yes, I will still hold myself to probably it will take that time before I actually have an in-person shop, but I can be growing that brand now because I will just basically be managing and doing all the admin for this business. It's not something that I'm actively taking the shipping on or I'm not making the beans, I'm not roasting the beans, I'm not doing anything but creating content most likely. And even then with Cradle, I, I kinda wanna look into outsourcing talent to help with a lot of those things just because I feel like that is something like this business, Fisher Philbrick, I did everything like I had the money saved up. I did this, I'm doing everything myself, I'm getting things going. But the other side of me, especially now as I get older, and you kind of see like most of your life you just work. So you get a little more thrills from doing adventurous things or risky things, I guess. And that that is in my nature too. Like all the jobs I've been drawn to are high risk, high energy, high stress, <laughs> a lot of high things except yourself. Stay off of drugs, you guys. <laughs> but I am already drawn to that. So I kind of want to see like, what would it look like? I mean, obviously it takes a lot of money, but doing it from that area of like, let's see how I can use all these different business skill sets that I haven't really gotten used to, or I haven't had the opportunity to try it out. I'm like, I feel like this company would be a great one to do. So that's why I'm excited about it. But as you see, when we get to planning, because that's the next section from here, like that is completely different. So I had this like in the back of my mind plan of like, eventually I'll get to having a coffee shop. And I, you know, that's kind of as far as I went because I knew it was many years from now. But all of a sudden, when we get to the plane, it's like, oh, I can actually be starting to work on this now. Right now, I, it would mostly be seen if like this is feasible and if it is able to start right now, mostly probably you guys on the money and what that would look like. But if I can't do it right now, then I'm gonna save all this research I'm doing, everything that I'm putting into this to then use it the next time this comes up and when I get the green light. Sort of how I've been looking at this idea is if I keep getting green lights, you know, if God's telling me like, go do this, yes, now is the right time, then I'm gonna keep going. If that is what feels right, if that is what I feel I should be doing, then we're gonna do it. But in that time, if something feels off or, you know, it's not coming together how I think it should or something just is not working to that extent where 
in my gut, I don't feel like it should, then, you know, I'm okay with pushing pause on it and being like, cool. I did a big part of the planning and figuring out most of those steps of the absolutely what do I need to start and I'm going to hold on to that and get ready and still be excited for when I actually can start that. So I also talked about this on a Monday morning show. So if you haven't started listen, listening to the Monday morning shows, why are you not listening? There's a lot of good in, you know information and really stuff you can figure out about myself if you didn't know. So don't write off those. Listen, give us more pennies, please. But I think that is so exciting just to be like, whoa, that's something I didn't think I could start. But just as life was going, I'm seeing like, maybe I can. So boom, that is our first example. Let's get to the next one before we then close it out and turn it back on you so that you can start. Okay, so for the second and final example, I want to talk to you about my attraction farm. <laughs> I mentioned this on one of the Monday mornings, like, oh, I don't actually think I've gone into detail about this. I should share it on an episode. I'm not going to go as far into detail for this because this is more of a way of me talking through and giving you an example of how you could work through this. But essentially, an attraction farm is a working farm during the week, at least how I want, want it to be. So during the week, it would be close to the public. We have farm hands, managers, landscaper, you know, everything you need on a farm to keep it going and to make money, generate profit and revenue. And so that is what it would be doing during the week. But then guess what? Maybe Thursday through Saturday, it would be open to the public. So people on field trips could come on the weekends, families could come. It'd be a really great way for people to just see what it is to run a farm, to see crops, to learn about planting seeds and to learn how to take care of animals, to see animals. I feel like, you know, petting zoos are so popular, but how much better is it if these are actually working animals that have a function and purpose and like, yes, these are chickens, but these chickens lay their eggs that we sell at our market. So yeah, we'd be selling all the products <laughs> that we make from it, but just really cool ways to bring people together. Also adding in an event side of it because I you know, another dream is I want an event venue. That's how you make money in the world of events, at least back when I was in college and actively working on events and doing all of that. I'm like, shoot, you're paying $5,000 for this itty bitty space. And that's not on top of all the other fees you're going to be charging. Like, man, I could have such a nicer, <laughs> so much nicer of a facility and charge that amount or really even more. And whoa, how fun is that? And I do like, in general, if you didn't know, bringing people together. So this idea of an attraction farm is just bringing people all together. And, you know, oh man, it's going to be so exciting. It's going to be done in parts and phases. So I'll talk a little bit about that. But that's the general idea. And when I mention, or if I ever mention again, an attraction farm, that's kind of the sense of like, it's a working farm and working during the week, open during the weekend, bringing people together, having events, really nice like farm events or even fancy because I do want a, like a beautiful rose garden with a fountain. Yeah, basically this idea will be putting so many of my different dreams <laughs> into it of like, and then in the background, we'll, <laughs> we'll have a mansion, you know, like an old style, like really beautiful, like estate mansion type thing where there'll be rooms and wedding guests or like just the wedding party can stay there the night before so that they can get prepared in this nice beautiful house and then then they can tromp their way <laughs> through the farm to the barn to get married or you know you know walk on rose petals to the rose garden to get married by the fountain who knows you guys you know it's all up in the air but let's talk about what's holding me back from this idea which i know you're probably like oh my gosh so much already but holding me back farmland and a property specifically near a highway and where people are not too far away because yes there's land I could buy and could afford but it's in the middle of nowhere and guess what my idea is to bring people to this property bring them together build a community within that so you need to be near a highway and near people and yes there are places that have this if I had you know I guess the next one money to purchase land <laughs> that is holding me back because there is like really good towns within like half an hour to 45 minutes away that are right along 101 I'm like beautiful you could put up a sign and even see it from the freeway that's how close it is but from there construction fees planning fees land fees to get the property started so much when you're looking at land and property you really have to read the fine print because they're like 
this is beautiful land, but guess what? You can't build on it, or it's not made for agriculture, or you can't live on this land, or it's a nice hiking place. I'm like, why would I want something to hike on? No, that's dumb. So there is so much, and the fees for the grading, the soil levels, and how are you going to put facilities in there? Man, there's a lot there, so we'll leave it at that. But from there, animals and crops to grow and have on the property, a program that allows guests to be on the property. Anytime you have animals, I like initially was put off from this idea because you have to have insurance to cover if people get injured by your animals. And guess what? Almost all the animals do. They bite, they bite, they peck, they chase little kids. You know, there's a lot there. So it's either through insurance or you get everyone to sign a waiver. And is that the process you want to do? You know, how are you going to keep people safe, but also bring in money? You know, so that's why I say a program that gets guests there. Then from there, event section to host events, whether that's the barn that I mentioned, the rose garden or an orchard, I think. You know, this past lemon season, I was really obsessed with making lemonade from Meyer lemon trees. And like, maybe, you know, if we don't have enough land to grow crops on, we can just have a lovely orchard of some kind of fruit tree. And I think lemons would be great. Meyer lemons are much sweeter and like a very nice type of lemon to make it with. And guess what? We could have fresh lemonade. So that is something though, you have to have money to buy and to build all those different things. And then kind of the last thing holding me back, I'm not married yet and I would like someone else to help and partner in it with me. So a wife to help me out in it, especially if we have to live on the land and do it ourselves. That was something when I first had the idea, like I don't really want to live out there and I would rather like drive there even if I had to drive once a day for a couple hours to see how everything was going. But I didn't really want to live there as the world has gotten worse and worse <laughs> in the last two to three years. I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't know. Like if that's the only thing I could do to get the, the business started, then I might be up for that. Although I really like San Jose and the Bay Area in particular. So I do want to stay here and make my way back here and really stay near family and friends that I already have. But that's something else where I'm like, ooh, Maybe wait till I get married and bring her in on that so we can get that figured out. But ideal starting time, I would say five to 10 years. It's really, you know, hard to say, but it's not now. Not even like, I'm not going to be like, but guess what? Like the coffee one, I can actually start it. No, you know, no, no, no. It's not now. I need to be more established with this company, Fisher Philbrick, and making money from both this business and, you know, thinking back to that coffee idea, if I get that started, it's going to need some time to get up and running too. But guess what? Those are two different ways that I can be making money through this podcast, the business mentoring, and a couple other ways that are to come with Fisher Vilbrick and selling coffee and building that brand. So that really needs to get going. And as I mentioned, I also want to be married and most likely have a family by then. So I'll need all the help and support I can get. And guess what? All of these kids that you have back in the old days, what did your kids do? Why did they have so many kids? Well, one, kids died off pretty easily from all the disease and sicknesses they had out there. But two, they were free labor, free farm hands to help you out. And I do follow a lot of accounts that are farms and they have a lot like at least three to four children and if not more and those kids are such great helpers they are learning so much about you know the farm animals taking care of things responsibility hard work you know they don't feel bad for these kids because they are going to be superb human beings <laughs> by the time they're grown up and out of the house all to say though that is something that i would want so my ideal starting time that's kind of why it's that, that five to ten years out my absolutely to start this idea is that i need val like a valid property that fulfills what's needed from or what's needed for the farm, which I just talked about. So I don't want to go over that again. From there though, you know, it will need to all be done in stages in order to save on costs and bring the land to what it, it will eventually be. And this could be years. So even if I find the land, you know, most likely we would probably start with chickens or if I want an orchard, like you got to get those trees planted because we're going to save costs. So the trees will probably be baby trees and it can take you know, just five to 10 years alone, I think, for a tree to get established enough to start producing enough fruit <laughs> to get going. And, and maybe that is even wrong, but I know it's a long time. So that whole idea of like, you know, we need the land and then it will be done in stages of starting with this. And then cool, this year we're going to add this. And then, you know, I also, we would need to add a barn and facility for events. So whether that is bathrooms and kitchens to host events, because as soon as you have people on the property, you got to have bathrooms, <laughs> you got to have plumbing places for them to do these things. And if we're having events, we would most likely want to have a catering section on site. So whether that's a whole nother business, which I am just thinking about now, like, 
oh, we want to create a catering business, or maybe we partner with someone in the area and we let them use our facility and charge them rent to use it. Yes, we will make money from it, but you would ideally want some sort of kitchen or kitchenette. And so, yes, as you see, it, this is such a big idea and project that is to come, and it's a much bigger ask to get this started. And it does make sense though why I'm thinking of this down the line and why it's going to take a lot more years than something I can start online and through someone else. This is like, no, boots are on the ground. We're going all in for this idea. <laughs> so the mindset though, I am excited and look forward to having this one day. I think about it a lot. I tell people about it and I keep it fresh in my mind. So though I'm not actively working on it besides working on this business and potentially the coffee brand, which will all lead to me getting there. So maybe you could say, yes, I am working on it. I actually do think it will happen. And there's not a doubt that it will happen in my mindset. It's just more of like, I'm not really sure on the timing and I'm not really sure what it looks like because there's so many factors that go into it. The main one, the land, like where can we get the land? Can I afford the land? And then are you gonna live on the land but also have a house payment and having kids and doing all that? I don't know. So <laughs> that's to say though, when we talk about the mindset, I think that is why it is so important and really shows you that you can believe that something is going to happen and be excited about it and pumped up about it, but also be like, you know, I don't know exactly right now how we're going to get there. So like with that coffee idea, it was just looming in the background until one day I interviewed Valerie and she talked about another guy that was doing his coffee shop business this way to one day have a shop. And I was like, whoa, I had no idea. So maybe that is gonna happen with this, but that's why I think it is so important to, to keep it fresh in your mind, those things that you wanna do, and to be thinking about it. You know, Maybe you can't do a ton of work towards it, but you never know when that opportunity is gonna come, and that is when you can reach out and grab it. And I know, guess what, you guys? <laughs> I just did an episode on that too, you know, creating an opportunity versus taking one. And I think that can be done so much in regards to this episode in like creating these ideas, which is coming down to you. So as we get to the conclusion of like, jump in and create the opportunities to get your business started. Or, you know, with the coffee one, this opportunity presented itself of like, we're a company that does this. So that's me like taking the opportunity and being like, I don't know what's going to come from this, but let's grab on here and see what comes from it. So it is so exciting. And I think that is how your mindset needs to be when it comes to your own dreams, your own visions of where you want to be and what you want to do. The last part of this is the plan. So I know you're thinking, how are you going to talk about the plan when you just said you can't really be working on it? But I actually can be. And I think this is the most exciting part with something this big, because when you look at something so big, it can be very daunting to be like, you just said that'll be in five to 10 years and you are living in the city. So, I mean, it's a neighborhood, so it's not like the downtown section, but like I'm not near or around land. I don't have experience with land. How am I even going to get started with this if I am expected to own and manage farmland in a farm attraction. Like, dude, you have no experience. And I would say, yeah, kind of, but guess what? For my plan, we actually got with my family four chickens this past spring. Yeah, egg laying chickens, they're buff Orpington chickens. And it'll still be a couple more months before they start laying eggs, but it is a small thing in the larger scale of things. But most likely any property I have, guess what? They're gonna have chickens on them, egg laying chickens. So learning about them now, learning how to raise them, how to take care of them, that is how I can begin preparing because once I get on that land and once we get chickens, I can be like, hey, honey, guess what? I've actually raised chickens before. Sure, it was in a backyard and they lived in a little coop and there was only four of them, but that's still experience that I'm gaining and learning how to take care of these animals. And from there, my next thought had been a couple months ago, like, hey, I should work and volunteer at a farm because I just mentioned I don't have experience. So maybe I should see if I can get out and find one. So I did find one in Morgan Hill. And I, while I'm not going to be on location helping take care of their animals because it's an animal rescue farm. So mostly animal, like lots of cool different animals, but I'm going to be helping them on the event side of things because I have experience with that and helping them get a golf charity tournament going. So I'm mostly just gonna be running the day-to-day -day operations of the event, but that's something that I am building connections and relationships now with people in the fields of farming, having livestock, animals, because my overall idea for this attraction farm is it is gonna have animals. So as you build these connections and relationships, it will take time to get these, but further down the line, I'm thinking when I get there, I can be like, 
hey, I actually have great contacts of people who know how to take care of animals, who know how to rescue animals, who know all the local vets in the area and the good businesses to buy food from and what to do. So I think that is so much bigger than I'm even thinking of it now. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of working through this now as I'm saying it of like, yeah, relationships like this do take a lot of time to do. You can't just show up and be like, hey, I want to do this. <laughs> Tell me how to do it, please, for free. I'll be like, no, I'm volunteering and giving my time now to build relationships, make connections, and really learn as I go from these people that have been in it so much longer than me and have the experience. Lastly, though, for the plan, I mentioned it, but I'm, I am following a lot of farm accounts on Instagram. I even thought the other day, I was like, maybe I should just create a different account for farm people to follow because right now I'm following like I think three farms and one flower farm <laughs> and I'm like oh it's getting to be a lot of farming of these other families I don't really know but I've just been following along and I'm like oh yeah this person has 11 kids can you imagine 11 kids and this one has four kids and they're on the east coast and this one is over here and they have two kids and a dog and you know all this about their families and it is really fun but at the same time it is showing me a different side of life that I that I don't know. It's somewhere where they're living kind of more off the grid or in areas with farmland and just seeing their everyday lives of like, oh wow, these animals are a lot to take care of. And you know, people want a cow, but I'm like, do you really want a cow? This one account I follow, they have a milking cow and she has to go out early, early, early and in the evening before it gets dark to milk the cow and gets at least one big bucket like pail maybe two of milk and guess what once you have the milk you have to do something with it you can't like maybe if you had those 11 children they could all drink it but this one it's her her husband and a toddler so i'm like what do you do with that but then you see her whole job later on is making butter and cheese and you know going throughout all these other things of how you can use the milk and you want to use the milk because you want to get what you're producing right but it's a lot of work so when people are like I want a cow. I want to milk it. I'm like, no, I actually don't think you do. <laughs> like think long and hard or have lots of kids or farm hands that can help do it for you. Or if you get into that, I think even with goats, they have machines where the goats walk up and then you can just shoop, hook them up to that and it will milk them. So there are ways, but if you're getting started and you're doing it by yourself, like, no, you're going to have to do it yourself. So that for me is really important and really good learning as I go of like, oh, keep that in mind or I'm seeing how they're taking care of their property for farming and even just that the idea of a lot of people thought or think and I don't know if they still do but that you need to pull out your plants all together with the roots but no you actually can cut off the top of the plant that's above the ground leave the roots in because there's a lot of nutrients that will decompose and microorganisms and like the whole little world under the ground that will eat and take good use and pour nutrients back into your soil so that was something i'm like wow i had no idea but guess what i'm following all these accounts and like cool we're learning a lot so even though I am super far away from this overall business and dream, I am actually building myself up little by little to prepare for what's to come, learning new skills, gaining knowledge while working down this path that is to come. And that is pretty cool, right? Yes. Okay, so we're almost done talking. Stay with me. Let's get to our conclusion. Okay, so for the conclusion, I would say now it is your turn to go through this all. Think of something you wanna start, it can be a creative project, a business, a new hobby, something you've always wanted to do. You know, I just spent the last over an hour talking about this. So I feel like you probably have a good idea of something you want to do or share this with someone else and you can start helping them out as well. But once you have it in your mind, go through the list like I did with my two examples. So the ones I just talked about, the coffee brand, as well as the farm attraction and really work through that one idea of like, hey, what's holding you back? Talk to your friends and family about it. When's your ideal starting time? What do you absolutely need to get started in this? What's your mindset towards this? Like, do you believe that this can actually happen? Because you should if you're gonna get started in this. Or like, what can get you to that mindset? And then finally, what is your plan for making it come true, to make it come to be? What do you actually need to do today if you're gonna start it today? Or like with the farm idea, I can't start it today. I don't have the resources needed to buy the land. Like I don't have the land that was given to me or that I can purchase right now. So what can you do if it is something that's further out to start investing in yourself today 
to get yourself there little by little because you know it takes a lot of hours to get new skills learned to get new hobbies going but if you start investing now you will not even recognize yourself in the years to come and yeah all of this can be a lot to answer and go through but really you guys it shouldn't take that much time and by the end of today you should have a good majority of work done to figure out what you really need to get started in your task whatever it may be and that should be the point of all this because the episode is getting ready to start so as you're getting ready to start go ahead ask yourself these questions you know write it down think upon it while walking and did i tell you i mean i have but maybe you're a new listener i did most of the idea and creation of fisher philbrick while i was out walking walking the dogs that i walked the job i have for walking the two dogs during the day and then walking our own family dog in the evenings all of this time walking was thinking and putting things together like what kind of a business should it be okay i think i kind of know what would we call that what would the business do what are the things i want to do so definitely walk go out get the exercise but also walk while you go but take some time to go over it and then after you've done all of that get started go out go out and do it you guys come on Yes, you want to be prepared, but even preparing as crazy as you can doesn't mean it will all go together as it should, as I spent quite a few minutes explaining how even for this business, it went completely different, but you actually need to get started to see how it will go and how it will come together. Likely, it will be different than you thought it would be, but hey, it's all a journey and I can guarantee that you will be learning so much and just so much knowledge and experience that you can put throughout the rest of your life and as you go. So getting started now, yeah, it might look a little bit different, but hey, there's no harm in that. It's a journey. Have fun while you go. And I would say, you know, be encouraged and get going today. Let me know what you think about all of this as well. Send me your thoughts. And if you need any help from here, I am here to help you. We do have tons of free resources on our website to get you going. And I'm happy to get you started and give some advice if it is needed. I mentioned one day, so next year in 2023, we will have a paid mentoring program, but that's coming next year. So for now, send me a message, take advantage of it. It won't hurt you, it's free. And I'm ready to say hello and help you get started because that's why we're here at Fisher Fieldwork. So go out, get started today. Let me know what you think too. If I can help you at all, I am willing to help however I can. And we're just here for you, everyone here at Fisher Fieldwork. So have a great rest of your day and we'll be talking to you all very soon. <laughs>